Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast, a podcast about listener music by lesser-known artists that we believe are as good, if not better, than that in the mainstream. With me this week on the show, as per usual, I have with me Wayne, my good friend Wayne. Hello, Wayne. Say hello, Wayne. Hello, everybody. How's everybody doing? All right? Good, 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 good. Also, Ema... E-M-R. Yep, hello, Emer. Are you good? I'm good. <laughs> How are you guys? Fantastic. I've had an awful day, but oh. just got to smile, smile and get on with it, haven't you? Do indeed. Mercury's in retrograde. Don't worry about it. Pass. I don't know what that means, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, also with us, we have a guest. We always have a guest. This week's guest is JJ Bloom from Ireland. Hello, JJ. Hey, guys. How's it going? Oh, good. Thank you. Whereabouts in Ireland are you? I am in Meath in uh, Dunboyne. Do not know where that is. I, I was Sounds just going to say, yeah, as if you have any clue where that is. I, I'm somewhere near Dunboyne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. So, by now, this is season four. If you're watching this, it means you've watched all the other seasons. You know how this works. I'm not going to explain. If you're watching this, uh, I'm amazed you're watching it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> If you're listening to this, oh, Wayne. Uh, yeah, if you're listening to this, you know how it works. Do we have any news? Any news, Emma? Any news, Wayne, before we move on? Mercury's in retrograde. <laughs> That's about it. Don't know what that means. Planet. Okay, then we're going to move straight on. We're going to move swiftly on to our first round. We're going gonna, we're gonna to s- swim through this. So, first round, head to head. Head to head. So the head-to-head, the head-to-head is where Irma, Wayne and I, we choose a song from the submissions that we like, that we enjoy, and we think we should bring to the show, and we're going to play them for you, we'll have a chat about them, uh, take them apart, dissect them, and JJ, at the end of all this, will choose his favourite song out of the three. That is what the head-to-head is, that's what we're going to do. Wayne won last time, Wayne's going to go first. What are you bringing, Wayne? Yeah, I'm bringing the Amberbugs with their song Rat vs. Mole. Enjoy.
So that was Rat vs. Mole by the Amber Bugs from their album, uh, which was released on the 30th of December last year, which is called A Year of the Rat. I couldn't find out very much about these guys at all, so I'm going to read this from their Facebook biography. So it says, The Amber Bugs are an independent band that find it fun to mash genres, shout our little hearts out, and generally make lots of noise. That's a pretty... You know, apt description of them, to be honest. I mean, this is, it's it's scar punk and it's acid jazz and it's, this song is like all wrapped around and this eldritch horror story about a rat versus a mole and who'll win. You know, I'm sure there's some underlying story in there or, you know, they're, they're using rat versus mole as an artifice, but I just took it as what it was. This epic battle between a rat and a mole and I just loved it. It's, you know, they've they've replaced instruments with other instruments in this song and it just seems to work for me you know they've sort of got trumpets doing guitar stabs and it's original to me and i'm sure there's other bands who do exactly the same sort of thing but to me listening to this for the first time it was very it seemed very original and it's it's brilliantly played and recorded and the, the way it sang it's somewhere between a sports caster and a crazy professor, the way he sings it. I just, I just love it. It's just, it's a fun song, and I'm all about the fun. This is episode three, and all I've done this year is bring fun songs, and that's what this is. So, Rich, start with you. Love it, Wayne. I love it a lot. I love it lots and lots and lots. I love, uh, I like, I like certain, certain styles of ska music where it leans more towards jazz and swing, and this does that for me. I wasn't getting the punk that you mentioned, but um, definitely getting the ska and the swing. And the different genres, they're, they're, I was hearing violin, I don't know if it was violin, it might have been viola, but I was hearing strings in there that almost gave it an, an Eastern sound, like Egyptian. Musically, very clever, very, um, it sounded, they, they did it in a way that made it, made it sound simplistic, but it wasn't. The drums were brilliant, there was a, yeah, the, the drum was obviously very good, and the instrumentation's just brilliant, the, the Production was fantastic. There's nothing to not like about this song for me. I, I, I like it a lot. One of my favourite bands back in the day was a group called the W's, and it's probably over 20 years ago now, but they were pretty much this, and yeah, I love it. So, going to go to JJ. What did you think of this, JJ? I really liked it. I think I could really get what you were saying, Wayne, there with um, the mass genres. I, I loved that straight away. I kind of I latched onto the ska aspect of it first and foremost, I think, because I kind of got a, like a madness feeling off it where with the instruments kind of not doing what you expect them to do where they were just kind of obviously what, what i what i imagine they did when they went into record is like all right let's try this nah that's crap and let, let's try this oh that actually works so it was really like i feel like it was very creative in the way it was produced and recorded yeah i don't really have any 
negative points about it. I just thought it was really cool and definitely what you were saying Wayne is about very fun fun to listen to cool Emma yeah oh my goodness so it's like it isn't my typical genre that I would listen to but like I can really appreciate that musicianship and like the syncopation is just unbelievable and there's like so much fun the arrangement is amazing and I love the story because out of context I don't know about the rest of the EP or the album but I could imagine this dystopian old time London where there's rats and moles and they're gangs and they're like running the streets and then like in the third verse it kind of gets like a bit sultry and I can imagine this like um fatale femme badger or something coming in and like shaking things up like it just tells this brilliant story and somehow the instruments sound like the animals like they've kind just like done a really really good job blinders. exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's literally exactly what I was thinking um yeah fantastic really really fun I enjoyed that you mentioned the um the arrangement and for me the, there's so much going on with it it's like it was almost like it was slapped together in a, a not not in a like an orderly way it was just like it, it's all over the place but in a way that works type it's hard for me to explain yeah. it's, it's like i kind of think though like you have to really know your instruments and you have to know yourself to be able to play like that i yeah. think it's genius like i'm not sure I mean, maybe maybe I don't know enough about the genre, but I feel like it's something that like you have to almost have ideas for or something ahead of time, or just see how it goes. I don't know, but it's just amazing how it's done. I think there's a lot of skill. I think it speaks a lot about them as a band as well, because there's a lot of uh, you know synchronicity between them. I feel that, like you say, that they can you know they can replace one instrument with another to do the same sort of thing but the way it sounds is it, it elevates the song rather than does anything else to it so yeah there must be a fantastic band live as well to, yeah just from the recording there must have been yeah if they can do that live they've got to be fantastic but with the arrangement as well even though the arrangement's all over the place you know where the song's going there's no surprises you, you when the next bit comes you know it's coming but that's not to knock it because that's what you want to come so it's the, the song's delivering exactly what you want it to deliver, deliver if you know what I mean. But it's, so, it's just so good. Yeah, you can just feel it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You can feel it, and that's almost how it feels like that they're playing it. You know, if they, if you saw them live, it, it would probably come across like that they're just feeling the song. Then that you know, not having to think about it, it's just coming naturally type thing. Yeah, I agree. I'd love to yeah. see them live. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Uh, Mima, you can go next. <laughs> okay, so I am bringing Ram with an upside down A, and the song is called You and Everything of Everything.
is you and everything of everything by ram his bio says the pocket rectangle goes all places and knows all things it comes so close and takes me far away one must protect the pocket rectangle they feed they lion and they lion grow and this is all the information i have on ram <laughs> but uh yeah i really like the song um i love the production it's super chill it's really well produced um it's the kind of song that you can just put on for like an hour on repeat and you wouldn't even notice the time go by. Just like, I don't know, just zone out, you know? So yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Wayne, what do you think? Yeah, it's, there's there's um, there's a lot going on in this. There's lots of really interesting percussion. There's almost like a bullfrog croak that goes all the way through it. Um, That's exactly and I feel what like, I've got on my notes here. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't remember the name. We used to have it in school. It's that thing you used to crack off your hand and you got like a ball on one thing and it's linked to like um, a square on the other. I don't know what the hell it's called, but it makes that sort of like, do that sort of bullfrog sound. It's almost like that, but it's been processed, you know. Um, there's a lovely, smooth, sultry vocal that goes right the way through this and it's laid back. It's almost lazy. Not in a bad way. It's just it's just really, really, like you say, English chill. Um I like that they use lots of um, the vocal line it's sampled and replayed through the song, you know, um, and it feels almost experimental at times. Listening back to it just, I really like that line of cradle me, cradle me now. I think that's, it's, it almost feels like he's asking for permission to be vulnerable, and I really like that. It's uh, Yeah, it's a really nice, chilled out song. Oh. Yeah, definitely agree with all that. Um, and JJ? How about you? Oh, I absolutely loved that. I thought it was class. Oh, that's gone straight in my playlist. Um, <laughs> it's it's like funny enough. It's it's like a lot of stuff that I've been listening to lately, where you just want to kind of chill out in the evening and listen to music for an hour, headphones on. What I love about it is its use of space. I love I love when music creates its own space. That like it doesn't really sound like any other song. It creates its own little universe, and everything is sitting in it. Uh, I loved that. Um, and then the vocals, as Wayne was saying as well. I love that they're they're soft. They're kind of like um, like Phineas's production on vocals, where you sing very softly, but it's produced heavily, so it comes across a bit more aggressive. I really like really like the sound of that. And then the breakdown, I thought, was absolutely lush with those samples coming in. Very very cool. Kind of like a Frank Ocean experimental production. Really loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, definitely. Um, and yourself, Richie? Um, not really much else I can add to that. Uh, <laughs> it's it's reminded me, but it's kind of like Imogen Heap meets James Blake. 
they overproduced Vox on it, kind of produced that ethereal tone that I liked. It was kind of lulling. It was nice. Yeah, it's, would it go on my playlist? No, it, it's it's good. And I appreciate it, but it's not something I would like. There's too many sounds in there that are distracting from the song. It's like that, like Wayne said, the bullfrog percussion. That that's all I can hear when it comes in. That that's all. I can, maybe that's because I'm a, I'm a percussionist myself. But as soon as that comes in, that's all I'm hearing, and it's kind of distracting. Mm. But yeah, overall, it is a good song. I do kind of back to JJ's point. That's kind of cool. That it's for me that sound. It stands out, but it sounds like it belongs in that universe that he's created, in that space. But yeah, I'm glad you all like it. Okay, who's next? Tis I, tis I, and I'm bringing the Diskettes with their song, Ragga Splice. Discettes. The Discettes, but this song uh, I've um, I brought last minute because I was going to bring a song by somebody else who turns out to be practically famous, so I, I ended up changing my mind last minute. Uh, the Discettes, this is from their debut album, No Fair, No Fun, being released on Febu- February the 12th, so it's already been released. The Discettes. 
are a 60s-inspired girl group that has been cut up, filtered and reprocessed across, mod- across modern genres, leaning slightly to the indie pop rock spectrum. So that's them. I like this. I like the... Um, I, I, yeah, I like the the intentional lazy vocals in this. I don't know why. That that, that could be a Marmite thing, I think, uh, for some people. But uh, for me, it works. I like it. There's a, like a... A flatulating electric didgeridoo that kind of pushes the the whole thing with the the. It's a very drum forward piece of music, but that that electric flatulating didgeridoo helps push it as well. And I love that. I love the the different tones of bass in it that that come through. Love bass. Love drums. This works for me. Love it a lot. Um, it's got a bit of a 90s vibe to it. I don't know if you remember, Wayne, a group called... Fuck, what were they called? They did that. Uh-oh, we're in trouble. Gotta get a ticket for the next special. You remember that one, Wayne? Shampoo. Shampoo. Fucking hell, yeah. 1994, that was. But yeah, it's got that kind of vibe to it. Like it a lot. Last minute choice. Good choice, I think. I'm going to go with Emar first. Okay, that was interesting. <laughs> it was cool. I think that there's a certain kind of genre that that works in. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen like Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Um, yes. I think it would fit very well in that movie. Um, there is kind of, um, no. of a lo-fi kind <laughs> of vibe to it, I think. But um, I think the, the mix could use a little bit more love, in my opinion, because I think uh, some of the instruments are very loud over the vocals. And I think the vocals could use a bit more like time and spatial effect. And that would kind of make them sit in a bit more. But it was definitely cool. It's different. And I like it. And I do think that there's probably some kind of subculture genre or something that would like eat that up, you know. I like it. Thank you for bringing it. Welcome. JJ? Uh, I actually I actually think the vocal sitting in it was kind of intentional. I kind of liked it because I, I, like what you were saying, Richie, the minimalistic kind of monotone vocal that it runs for the whole thing is almost just to accentuate the rhythm because the whole song is just rhythm, you know. It's got that yeah. unique drum rhythm going with it and the vocal's almost like an accompanying instrument, you know what I mean? Which I kind of liked because uh, it was cool. I thought the, the rhythm of the kit was just infectious from the start, wasn't it? You just wanted to back every time it was cut out. Yeah, it was cool. Very experimental. Not something I'd listen to all the time, but I, I really liked it. I thought it was cool. Awesome. Wayne, do you think... Well, um, <laughs> right, I'm going to start with a big primer. <laughs> it's maybe the best song you've ever brought. Wow. Even better um, than I want to brought for Neil's um, last episode. Yeah. Wow. Because everything you guys are saying, I think what they're going for, they've hit and smashed it out of the park and just broke the mould with it. It's, it's skirting that 80s retro sound with, um, see, I, I want to say bands like Musical Youth, but it's a more intense, more well-rounded sound than that. And, and people like The Selector. And you're bringing in, you know, what, what's the name of the, the song again? It's the, the, the Discettes. What's the name of the song, Rich? It was, um, you bastard, Wayne. Ragga um, Raga Spice. Ragga Spice. Ragga Spice. Because, I mean, the minute it started, I got this um, Nancy Sinatra, these boots are made for walking, bass slide. Oh, yeah. You know, I was expecting yeah. right. And then you get these Bangra drums that come in, and it's got that Bangra beat. But they're not really you. Bangra drums, and it's like, okay, where the hell is this going? Suck me in straight away. I was, I was completely. There's a lovely sort of glass metallic percussion sound that runs throughout this, and and I, I love it. I, I, I think the vocal is exactly what they're aiming for, which would be sort of like early eighties. I can't think of the band I'm trying to name now, but yeah, 
early 80s that sort of sound when when reggae no 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 when reggae became something different and became more scar you know with the specials and and people like that okay but not as reggae heavy as that i think this is brilliant absolutely brilliant glad you like it wayne um i enjoyed this one a lot and for for a debut album as well yeah i think that you should listen to the whole album because the whole album's just as good yeah so that's me how are you spelling diskettes d-i-s-k-e-t-t D-I-S-K-E-T-T-E-S. I have sent it to you, haven't I? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That's that. So, JJ. I'm following them now. You're following them. Yes. We'll try and get them on the show at some point. Not in a stalky way. (laughs) (laughs) In a supportive way. (laughs) If you're listening to Disquettes, and I'm sure you are, because why wouldn't you be? Somebody's talking about you. You want to know what we're saying? Let us know if you want to come on the show. We'd like to get you on. It would be fun. Yeah, so JJ, it is down to you. Yeah. God, they're they're three polar opposites, aren't they? They're they're very, very different. Um, I would probably have to say Emer's Choice... Yes. Uh, realm I love just because at the moment that's exactly what I'm listening to that atmospheric full of space kind of music so I really enjoyed listening to that the other stuff was was probably not in the genre that I would listen to but still really cool to hear but uh, yeah that would be me <laughs> this is going to be weird Wayne because before for three years the head to head was basically just me and you and Neil playing along it's it's going to it's it's a competition of three people now, isn't it? I was about to bring that up. In the three years we've been doing this, this has never happened. We've got to episode three, but we've all got one. It's never happened. Oh, brilliant. Neck and neck. Shit. Anyway, the competition yeah, well has begun, fellas. Well done, Emar. But it's Thank not you, about the competition. It's not about who wins. Just collapse about- the podcast no. now, Rich. <laughs> It's about, spot, it's about spotlighting lesser-known artists and lesser-known music. And, exactly. Yeah, but excellent. it still so feels what's good. The- I'm sure it does. It's time to get it's time to get a new host, and I think. <laughs> come back, Neil. Come back, Neil. All is forgiven. <laughs> so, what's next, Emma? So next is the intense hardcore. Musical no, genre. no, 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 Emma. No, no, what? no. It's not. <laughs> Wildcard. We haven't done the wild card. Just, just done the head to head. I was just testing you to make sure you knew how the show was going. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you passed. Well done. Go me. Amazing. Right. So, as we all know, the wild card is the section where we just go into the email and we flick through all the emails until JJ shouts stop and we just select the the first random artist we land on and play their music so yeah that's what we're gonna do right now i am as we speak flicking through the emails flicking flicking <laughs> flicking okay Anytime, JJ. flicking Stop. okay we have landed on a new single called i want to know to premiere on the february on february the 9th it's, it's premiered it's by Janani Shankar. She's a singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist from LA, based in Brooklyn, was trained in Indian classical vocals and violin from the age of three. Wow. And picked up the guitar, bass, keys and songwriting and all that. Yeah, so that's, that's her. So 
This is, I want to know, now, to point out for those who might be listening, who haven't listened before, and you decided to come in late, that we, we, we haven't heard this yet. Okay.
go, that was Janani Shanker with her song, I Wanna Know. And Wayne, I Wanna Know. What do you think of that song? <laughs> it's not for me. I like it. I think that it, it actually reminded me of Regina Spector when it picked up towards the end. I think with singing, it's kind of, and production, there's points where less is more. And I think that sometimes, like, on the vocals, if they were kind of not as, like, I don't know, I know that sounds, it's like... It sounded a, like she got Tourette's. Like, it's a, 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 but see, here's the thing, because she's classically trained in Indian music, so maybe it just doesn't translate as well over to, like, stereotypical, like, kind of English music. But I think it's a really nice song. I think that the mix could use a bit more loving. But uh, I think that's actually going to be stuck in my head for a while, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> It did feel quite Regina Spector inspired towards the end uh, for me when it picked up. I just think um, sometimes with production, less is more on certain phrasing and stuff yeah. like that. JJ? I I actually think that uh, it's just the, like, it was, the melody wasn't bad. Uh, I, I kind of got a bit annoyed at the I want to know. It just got a little bit too much for me. For, I think, like, if if she had just, if she had sung, like, the, the odd parts in DVs and like just did them as chants and panned them left and right and sung it normal down the middle. I think that would sound real cool. Oh, that'd be cool. It just just kind of came out of nowhere and it was so in your face. But if it was panned and background and reverb, I think that could actually sound quite cool. Just had a thought. With what what you're saying there, JJ, I've just just had a thought to this. Perhaps that's why she's done it because Mm. the, the song is pretty formulaic, isn't it? You know, it's, it's got that sort of nineties singer songwriter, Tori Amos and on this more set feel to it. This nice warm bass to it. It's sort of sits in it'd sit anywhere fine. You wouldn't think nothing about it. Perhaps that's why she's thrown those odd bits in to grab your attention. Yeah. yeah. I think it, it, yeah. If, if it wasn't for that it would be very forgettable. I think it's yeah. a stylistic choice, but I think that um they're just a lot louder than the rest of the vocals, so it's it's kind of catches you off guard a bit, I think. Mm. Yeah, yeah there was more the of that kind of Yeah, like you <laughs> You can actually hear the distortion and stuff on some parts of it. Yeah, I think if it was more of a kind of a, like that whole hey chant, it would suit the song a bit better. Yeah, a bit like Lumineers or something. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, if you want to go and check it out, we'll leave all the links in. See, that's the thing about music. It is subjective, and some people will like music, some people won't like the music, and, you know, out of all our listeners, I'm sure there's people out there that will love this. So, if you do love this, we'll leave the links in the show notes for you to go and check her out and go and show her some love and listen to some more of her music. That's what you can do. Onwards and upwards, next section. Intense hardcore Johnny musical challenge mode. Go, go. The intense hardcore musical challenge. Go. Um, <laughs> called Swami Rock. I have been challenged to find out all about Swami Rock. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I did go on to Google Translate. So basically, Swami Rock is Finnish rock, also known as Swami Rock or Swami Rocky, also known as Finns Rock, Finn Rock, or Finn Rock. It refers to rock music made in Finland. The initial rock and roll boom of the 1950s was preceded by a long tradition of popular culture. Swami rock may refer to Finnish rock music in general, or more narrowly, rock music sung in Finnish. So basically, where this started, which I think is actually kind of cool. So Finnish rock followed all the trends of the 50s and 60s, 
and usually Finnish rock bands would perform covers of hits translated into Finnish, which is where the genre came from. So it was like translating other songs that were like popular into Finnish and then it grew into its own thing. Some Swami rock that you may know is Hard Rock Hallelujah, which won Eurovision in 2006. And I am bringing a band called Baltics and their song called Hilisus, which means silence. Sinulla ei ole mitään annettavaa Mielityjä ja sanaton Asiat sanottava on kun vielä sanoja on
So that was Helioisos by Baltics, and uh, Baltics are a long-standing Finnish rock band from Mikkeli. The band operated from 1989 to 91, and then took a hiatus until 2011, uh, when they made their comeback, which included this song, which I really enjoyed. Lots of energy in it, I like the vocals, I like the drums, enjoyed it. That was my Swami Rock challenge. Excellent, not for me. Sounds yeah. like, just, yeah, it's a very forgettable for me, that. Yeah, I think it was just, it was doing everything that they ticked all the boxes of, okay, that's everything we need in this kind of song, but it was just a bit flat for me. But it's usually not my thing anyway. Yeah, it's it sounded very generic. Mm. It stunk of the Eurovision Song Contest. Yes, that's a great show, actually, yeah. Why? Because they were singing in Finnish? <laughs> no, it was just... You, you, just, mm-hmm. you, you can you can mm-hmm. imagine it on 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 the stage at the Eurovision Song Contest. You can almost picture it being yeah. Yeah, I think personally, Wayne. You can you, you know, Ema was saying that obviously it's spawns from the fifties and sixties. You know, that rock and roll reaching Finland and then changing lyrics. For me, sort of Swami Rock finds its feet in the nineties and they start pulling on eighties glam metal bands like Motley Crue and Guns and Roses. Everybody knows a Swami Rock song. If if you think you don't, you do. It's uh, In the Shadows by the Rasmus. That's the Swami Rock song. We all know that one? Yes, I do, yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't think and, so. <laughs> and him, you know, uh, the band him, that's Swami Rock as well. I, I, years ago when I was um, a guitarist, um, I played with a Swami Rock band uh, called Flylo, and they, they sounded just like these guys. You know, it's... it's it's got that sort of hair metal feel to, to it, and it's it's all very you know distorted guitars and power drums and you know projected singing. Yeah, it is what it is. It's, it's a nice enough song. Yeah, cool, good chat. So there we go. Yeah, we need to choose a, a genre for next time. Ooh, get the Bible and Wayne, read your Bible. Turn, I do believe it is. Uh, so JJ Bloom. If you'd like to pick a letter from A to Z. Uh, H. And stick another letter with it. Uh, o. Ho. <laughs> Looking for some ho music. <laughs> Don't say that, because there, there will be some now. I love it. <laughs> it'll, definitely, it'll definitely be rap music. Oh, my God, there is a H over as well. Right, okay. Uh, eight different ones. Eight different Ooh. H-O's. Seven. Seven, because we've already done one, so. No shit, which one? House, house music. Oh, oh, yeah, of oh, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> so one to seven, pick a number. Four. Oh, one, two, three, four. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, you're not going to find <laughs> any of this on Twitter. I'm telling you, Rich. Jesus. <laughs> um, I'm going to say this, and apologies <laughs> if it's wrong in any intonation or uh, spoken. It's called Horolunga. Any okay. ideas? <laughs> I, I want to say African. Um, you're miles away. <laughs> Is it from Honduras? No, it's uh, you're going the wrong way. It's um, Eastern Europe. It's improvis- improvis- improvisational Romanian folk music. <laughs> wow, that's exactly what I was going for. Yeah, thanks, JJ. <laughs> so, Ema, I'm going to let you take the next section because you've already you, you already know JJ better than than I and. You, you seem to have better chemistry than... I'm just going to let you take it away. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Artist Spotlight with JJ Bloom. JJ, you've already been here for like an hour, but thank you for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. So, JJ, anything you want to announce or talk about? Uh, uh, now well, is your uh, chance. Now is your spotlight. 
If you just yeah. says no, that'd be so funny. No, listen, I just want to. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I just want to go. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to switch really off. Nothing, guys. I'm rock. No, yeah. Well, I, I suppose the same as everyone else. It's been it's been quiet and weird, but a uh, few few nice things. I did. Uh, I got out around Christmas for a live show, and um, they just put it out on stream in there last week, and it was pretty cool. Nice, and, uh, where can everyone that, catch that? That is, if you go onto my Facebook page, JJ Bloom Official, you'll you'll see me um, having shared that stream. It's cool. It's um, I just did three live songs. Two of them are on release, so you can have a quick sneak peek at them. Ooh. And I actually have a real-life gig planned now. Whether it happens or not, God knows. But um, <laughs> I'll have to see about that. It, it, the date, date already got pushed, and it might end up being a stream but they're planning on doing it i'm doing a tilt dublin gig with the band real actual live music so we'll see how that oh, goes wow. but, uh, when well i know that there's no specific date yeah um... when is when is the question because it's, it's been moved again but i think they're planning for the end of april but i'll have all the details on my socials so. that would be amazing yeah so you were so we actually interviewed you with your song always you Last year, how was that one going on? Yeah, good. Uh, it's my first release, and I kind of I got to the stage where I, I produce and mix on my own stuff. So I got to a certain stage where it's like, right, I'm gonna have to get something out. Like in a year's time, I look at this track and go, God, I wish I did that and this. But that's the same with everything. So I said I have to get something out. Uh, but it went quite well for my first release. I was happy with it. That's fantastic. And um, do you have any more songs lined up? Yeah, I've kind of I've got I've got a home studio and I I've been just plugging away since since uh, we had our first lockdown over here. The, the music I'm doing, like a lot of it, was written already and then I produced it. But my production has kind of changed a bit, which I really like. But so does everyone when they do something new. They're like, ah, this is way better than everything else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I yeah I, I've got I've got about ten songs more or less and. Um, I'm just getting around to mixing them now. I am going to struggle, but I will choose one of them and then one of them will be out in the next couple of months. Fantastic. Do you live by a beach by any chance? Because you, you're practi- you, you're like the male version of Ema. Oh, I do <laughs> produce and do everything myself. I do everything <laughs> in my bedroom. I'm from Ireland. I'm not. I'm a, I'm a ways away from a beach, so I'm afraid I'm not the same. You're though. like the inland version of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Between us, we have all the grounds covered. Well, that's really exciting stuff. Yeah, is there anything else you want to add? No, no. I've, I've other than that, I've been I've been doing absolutely nothing else. <laughs> I've been. Uh, so, what kind of a genre can we expect from you in the future? Is it going to be similar to Always You, or are you like uh, going to branch yeah, out? Yeah, I I think Always You was more the pop side of stuff I do now. All all my melodies are quite poppy and catchy, but I, I think the new stuff is definitely leaning towards more R and B soul stuff. Um, oh, cool kind of like what we were chatting about earlier on that that real making a space in a song and kind of creating that atmosphere yeah that's that's kind of the direction that a lot of them are going at the moment great well that's something to look forward to thank you <laughs> i think we should ask him a, a silly question each we, st- we did this in, uh, early last season thinking for some reason we stopped doing it but uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you a silly question and then wayne's gonna ask you one of his silly Ooh. questions and then while we're doing that him might come up with one if not I already got one okay (laughs) so my silly little question is it's a two-parter lockdown is over you are going on holiday this is the first part where are you going so coronavirus isn't an issue money isn't an issue you can go anywhere in the world where are you going oh god I think I'd uh, I think I want to go somewhere very far away so like I would usually say somewhere nice in Europe and maybe go to Spain and just relax on the beach but I think I'd like to go I don't know I, I, maybe over to the west coast in America or 
over to Australia. I've never been somewhere somewhere far. Okay, so you're going away. You're going away for you're only going for a week, but uh, taking with you an MP3 player. Do you remember those? I do actually. Yeah. So you're taking with you an MP3 player. It's an old MP3 player. And you only have WAV files on your computer, so you can only fit two songs on this MP3 player. They're the only songs you're going to get to listen to all week. What two songs are you taking? Oh, how long do you have? I'll be sitting on the fence for this one, I think. <laughs> uh, two songs for the week. And the week I'm on my holidays. I think I definitely have a Jack Johnson song in there because I feel like I, I listen to him on repeat and don't get bored of it. And that kind of sun relaxing. i probably go with... Banana Pancakes, Jack Johnson. Knew it, guessed it. I didn't say it out loud, but great song. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's going to be Banana Pancakes. It's going to be Banana Pancakes. <laughs> yeah, it's the first one that comes to your head, isn't it? I'm like, I, it I'm really definitely is. It's just so funny. Pancake million, day so. today, so that's even better. Oh, there we go. There you go, yeah. And it's relevant. And uh, <laughs> what would the other one be? Something a bit more moving. I probably will want to dance on my holidays as well, so I, I'm going to stick... Um, I'm going to say get down on it, just so get I can have a boogie on, on the beach. Nice. Tune. Good choice. So, yeah, Wayne, silly question. Wow, well, I haven't done this for a long time, have I? It's been a while. Wow. Yeah, it has. Okay, JJ, my, my, my question is a bit... Uh, it's, it's, if you could replace a musician in a song and play his part in a certain song... Which musician would it be, and what song would it be? And like, not not to do with my actual ability of playing. Like, I'd be able to just go in and play that part. So, so uh, the one I always go is so you could play Lars Ulrich's drums in Enter Sandman, and it, that it'd be credited to you, not not Lars Ulrich, that sort of thing. You could go okay. in and steal all the credit for it. Good question. Oh, I'd probably I'd probably play lead guitar in um, in uh, Hotel California. Ooh. I just, love, I just oh. love that lead guitar like that solo is absolutely outrageous so if I could play that I'd be like no I can't play that <laughs> it's good, it's good answer my question isn't music related is that okay yeah okay, okay. okay. would you Who rather you <laughs> what <laughs> 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 oh my god, I'm so frustrated with the book. Okay. Uh, what, what, what's, your, what's your phone number? That's what's my your question. Number? Can I add you on Snapchat? Um, uh, no. If you... <laughs> okay, my question is Would you rather fight one horse sized duck or a hundred duck sized horses? The oh, fucking god. kind of questions that? <laughs> oh, that's so dodgy on that, Emma. So it's like you're going to lose to the horse-sized duck, but also you're going to be the bloke who kicked a bunch of horse uh, duck-sized horses. I know. Yeah. Either way. How many? How many is? How many are the duck-sized horses? A uh, hundred. But the only thing is, there's a lot. They could gather up on you pretty quick and like gnaw at your legs and stuff. I've thought about this a lot. You know, I'm probably going the horse-sized. I'm probably. I'm probably going the horse-sized duck just because I don't want to be the dude who died. From a hundred duck-sized horses, yeah, you're going true. to lose either way, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's like that. You know, one person dies from a blip every year. You don't want to be that guy. True. Plus, there is a chance that you could maybe somehow like be like a cowboy and get on the giant duck's back and maybe train it <laughs> well, or in, something. In, in a world where there are horse-sized ducks, anything's possible. You know. Exactly. You just wow. maybe there's duck-sized horse rangers. You have. Uh, you have just thought about it. Yeah, if you're just tuning in late, welcome to the Surrealist Podcast. <laughs> Actually, while we're on the subject of uh, fighting animals, who would be made of a rat in a mole? 
Oh, yeah. Uh, rat. I think a rat, yeah. Rat. Rat's three times the size of a mole. So a rat's going to win every time. Okay. I, I, I imagine. Oh, a mole. They're, they're blind, aren't they? they can only... What about a mole-sized rat? Still a rat. Can moles see? Bit... I feel like moles are blind. Moles, moles are blind and they're tiny, like the size of the palm. Oh, well, then the rats off. got it, hands yeah. down. But yeah. they might have really good other senses. Well, this is the thing. It's a dystopian future. I think oh, the song's set in, so... I just want to point out, in, nobody's, in, nobody's ever said, oh, he's got the senses of a mole. That, that's, that's, that, that's not a superpower. Nobody no wants to. Ant-Man. You know, yeah, or he's the S- blind... Spider-Man. Mole-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Mole-Man. Digging <laughs> mm. his way through the streets. It's Mole-Man. Got a good bad guy to be. <laughs> well, this podcast has took a turn. <laughs> so this has been You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast JJ, if our followers and our listeners and everyone else wants to find you, they want to follow you, they want to stalk you and listen to you and send you messages and presents, where can they do that? So my tag on all socials is at JJBloomOfficial and then my website is JJBloomOfficial.com. Awesome, nice and straight to the point. You can also find us on at www.com yhhtmpc.com you can find us wherever you find a podcast including Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, everywhere. Tune in. Alexa, play you haven't heard this music podcast, she will play it for you. She's she's good like that. Please support us on Patreon because this isn't free for us to do, but we put it out for free. And if you support us, we will support you. We'll put you if you're an artist, we'll put you on our website and give you a spin on the B side and maybe even put you on the playlist. So, yes, um, all that's left to say after that interesting episode is I've been Richie. I've been Wayne. I've been Emer. I've been JJ. Thank you for listening. If indeed. You still are. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Yeah. Heaven thought of you.
mind after you, baby. I could love you always, always. I don't wanna love you, but it seems like I might have you, baby. I could love you always. What can I do? Summer is right around the corner, and you know what that means: cooking out, diving in, and soaking up a whole lot of sunshine. The Home Depot has everything you need to start your summer right. Upgrade your cookout game with Traeger grills and smokers. Then gather around a new Hampton Bay patio set with family and friends. It feels like Memorial Day at the Home Depot with savings on summer fun. The Home Depot: How doers get more done.